We are back on another week of Culture Couch. Hello to the internet. Hello to Mikey. Hey, Ross. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for being my guest. Absolutely. In this beautiful new room. We're in a new studio. Oh, yeah. It's crazy in here. Would you call it Studio B or like something kind of, uh, I don't know, like that. This feels right. Yeah, Studio 2.0. 2.0. We uh, changed some rooms around the podcast in a different room. So new setting, um, but same old culture couch. That's true. Same exact same couch. I was in the other room. Right. Um, this week, we're kind of rolling out a new segment on culture couch. We're calling it above and beyond. And the idea is as much as we just talk about the theory and concept of culture, company culture on this program, we really wanted to bring some real life examples, some stories, uh, some real people, not just like the leaders talking about what the actual rollout of this culture produces in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And so, and specifically above and beyond is, it's not just like employee of the month, it's like, we want to highlight people that have gone above and beyond specifically for guests in our cafe. Yeah. And it's um, also like peer nominated too. Yes. Yeah. So um, the whole team kind of like notices somebody going above and beyond for a guest and they nominate that person. And then we uh, choose – I don't even know how we choose them other than just – Yeah. Anyways. Usually so, kind of a one-at-a-time thing. Yeah. Yeah. You were first. I got to be first. You got to be first. Uh, and we'll have the person come on Culture Couch, and we also give them a little monetary incentive uh, just to honor them and um, for for really, like, taking ownership of these things that we're talking about yeah. on Culture Couch and translating them in a real actionable way. So um, I'd love for you to yeah. Tell the story I'll of, share how of what I, happened. Yeah. And went. we'll like kind of circle back and talk about your thought your thought process behind that and like why you did that. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Um okay, so I'm I'm just gonna tell a story of something that in the moment I was not doing to get me on this couch, but that's what happened. <laughs> but you're sitting on but this I'm couch. But I'm now on today. this couch, yeah. Um, it was probably two weeks ago. Georgia's been having some gnarly weather. It's always random. It's hot. It's cold. Like, in between seasons, it always goes, like, back and forth before it, like, actually changes. So this week, I think we're, like, actually in winter. It's officially it's cold. It's definitely cold. Yeah, it's officially yeah. cold here. But at the time when this happened, like, literally only two weeks ago, it was in that weird period. And it was a rainy day outside. And it was kind of chilly. Maybe it was, like, 50s. But... Um, anyways, sometimes when the weather's really nice, we have the windows open, we get a nice breeze. That's not usually during December. And, um, December's usually really rainy. Anyways, this is all about the weather. <laughs> um, so the reason why I'm explaining the weather is because this customer came up to me while I was on bar and he, and I don't know if he will ever hear this, but the story's about you, sir. Um, he <laughs> came up and said, hey... It's really hot in your cafe. I'm overheating. Um, like, I mean, he was really going on about how he was not doing okay temperature-wise. Um, and that's valid. I get really hot behind bar. I usually think it's because, like, I'm steaming milk and, like, making drinks and, like, going really fast. Right. 
But in this case, it was obviously like not just affecting me. And um, he said, can you please open the door? And I looked outside and it was storming. <laughs> um, and it was just like a really rainy day. And I was like, I'm so sorry. No, because it's raining. And like, I normally, if customers like, hey, can we open the door, open the windows? I usually say yes, because the weather is like nice. And I'm like, oh yeah, great idea, let's do it. But I felt really bad telling him no. And also at the time, we normally have a mat at the front of our door. And that was like the one moment that we didn't have our mat at the front of the door. It got puked on by a kid. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. I was never told that. Yes. That is crazy. So I had just ordered another, another one. It's here now. We have a mat in the front of the door. But also, like, Thank having God. a mat is, like, in my mind, it's safety, especially when it's raining. You can, like, dry off your feet. For sure. So I was, like, worried about that, like, it just being slippery. So I was, like, I'm so sorry. I'm just worried. And he was, like, oh, okay. But I could tell, like, obviously it was not doing anything to help him. And he's, like, what if, what if we open a window? Like, he's still trying to think of something. And I'm, like, uh... No, because, like, the windows are going to get wet. And we had just drawn on them for the holidays. So they have, like, all this, like, um, paint marker, like, holiday decorations on the windows. So I was worried if we opened them, like, the paint would, like, smear and, like, streak off. So mm -hmm. I was like, no, because we just, like, drew on the windows. And he was like, can you turn your air conditioning down then? And I was like, okay, let me go check. We can only turn it to, like, 68 degrees because otherwise then our, like, air conditioning system, like, can't keep up if it like can't actually make it 67 in here and it like messes it up and so I went back there and it was already set to 68 can't go any lower I couldn't do anything um so I felt really bad I came out and I was like I'm so sorry it's actually as cold as it's allowed to be in the cafe and I wish I could do more like can I give you an ice water and he's like oh I already have one so that was it <laughs> So he goes back to his table and he continues working and I'm just like really empathizing with him. I feel bad that like he feels so uncomfortable and there was literally nothing I could do. And then I had a light bulb moment and we have a fan in like our back room that we had over the summer because it gets very hot in Georgia in the summer. We were having air conditioning problems, which is why I was not going to risk our air conditioning again. Um, and so I got the fan and I brought it out to the cafe and I plugged it into the wall and I literally pointed it at this man at his table, like <laughs> while he's working on his computer. And he like looks over and he's like, wait, you just put a, plugged in a fan for me? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I felt really bad. You're also like wearing a flannel. So I feel like that's like just not helping your situation. And he was like, that is so nice. Like I, I, I was just not expecting like anything to happen. And the fact like you dug out a fan and I was like, yeah, I was in our back room. We use it for the summer. Um, I hope it helps. And yeah, so he was really happy. And he stayed a lot longer and got a second drink. And Money. Yeah, so the whole reason I did it was for money. No, just kidding. Um, but that was me really kind of feeling for him and just thinking about, like, being really uncomfortable and hot and having to work. And Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things I love about that, and one of them is that because we're a coffee shop, people don't expect to receive that level mm -hmm. of hospitality. Yeah. Which I think is actually a huge advantage. Yeah. Because, like, if you if you go and stay at a five-star hotel, yeah, you're expecting a full, like, range of hospitality – Every single one of your needs yeah. is met by this, like, eager staff, yeah. you know? 
and you're paying a lot for it. People walk into our coffee shop and they're paying, you know, three to seven to 15 kind yeah. of dollars for a coffee shop experience. Yeah. And when we're able to have a like five star hotel, our own version, I mean, yeah. you, you put a box fan in front of it. Yeah, them, the best I could. Which was the best, the things we had in our little 700 square foot cafe, like that, that's an advantage for us mm -hmm. because people aren't expecting that. Yeah. Um, he was shocked. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's awesome. I also, just love this this idea of making memorable moments for mm -hmm. people. M M M. M M M. For making people. Mikey memorable moments. Wow. Yeah. M -M -M -M. Magic Mikey. Magic. Memorable memor moments. Yeah. Magic Mike reference. That's weird. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> that is just so memorable. In part because it's like this this like girl who worked at a coffee shop just like really wanted me to have a great experience and like. It, it was, it's unexpected. Yeah. So there's this element, like when we talk about like moments of delight, there's like an element of surprise to mm -hmm. it, which I just think is so impactful. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and after that, it's like, he's never, never going to forget that. Mm -hmm. And um, when he thinks about valor, like he will think about that experience. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, did did you have just like any general reflections on like yeah where why you did that and I mean you said you were empathizing with yeah him. I think um, looking back on it in the moment my mind wasn't like oh our one of our core values is putting empathy into action yeah um but because that is a core value that is ingrained in me and ingrained in our work culture. A lot of the times it allows me to think outside of the box where I'm like, I'm allowed to go as far as I can to like be empathetic to someone. And whether that means like it's raining outside and I can walk someone across the street with an umbrella um, or digging in the back room for a fan for a customer. Um, because that's a core value, it pushes me to think in those ways. And I like know that I can find a solution to a problem. And yeah, so now I'm like, oh, cool. I, I put empathy into action because I was like, oh, I, like that sucks for him. Yeah, so. you're still thinking practically though, yeah, which yeah, is cool yeah. because like you want to find the course of action that is the most beneficial for this one person's unique needs while also having the entire hospitality yeah. experience in mind. Yeah. Which is why you shut down all three of the first ideas. Yes, exactly. It's like, because... I think that is also maybe a pitfall for some of this stuff is when I say stuff, I mean like going above and beyond for specific people yeah. and also like honestly like needy. Yeah. Get, there's guests that are just more needy that are like most people aren't willing to say, hey, I'm hot. Can you change the experience of your cafe? A lot of people might even be offended by that mm. if they receive that request, mm -hmm. which you weren't, which is cool. You yeah. just felt empathy. Yeah. Um, but that's another thing. Like you, we're just analyzing this like hyper specific situation. Situation, yeah. but I think there's so much in it. Uh, you're finding the best option for the whole, for the team, mm -hmm. for the other guests in the cafe, while also making this individual person uniquely like fulfilled yeah. and cared for. Yeah. Um, which that just comes from you like having that mindset. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's not like you're 
you're not dissecting, uh, you know, our company culture. It's like, you just are that. Um, so when you, you're, you've been with us for the longest mm-hmm. out of anyone in Valor. And you're also in a leadership position, stepping into a G, kind of a GM role in our new cafe. You, you do this thing, you, like you, uh, exemplify that value of, of empathy. Uh, how do you think we can convey that to new people Mm. to where like, we don't have to just tell them, Hey, if somebody is ever at the wrong temperature, we have this, uh, box fan that you can bring out for them. That's not a policy. Right. But like, how do you see us being able to convey that to new people that we're hiring? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think like, well, hopefully because of the position I'm in and I wasn't thinking about that when I did it, but like the people who were working on bar, like it was my idea. Not like anyone said, Hey, you should go do this. So hopefully like them would say, Oh, Mikey, who's like in charge was able to do this. Like this is an okay move. And like there, that's like one, one little nugget moment where like they can think like, okay, I've seen my like team do this. I've seen my boss do this. Like I've seen them go out of their way in this way or that way. So I feel like it's really just like a living it out thing. Um, and, and however the situation arises, um, and, and, you know, at the same time, my team saw me say like, I'm sorry, I can't open the door. I can't open the window. So it's like understanding, like, yeah, we can't like bend over backwards, but we can like still try in some way, like if we can, um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of just like um, something that I think I've seen, you know, you, Ethan and Riley do, or like when Jonathan worked here, like he was one of the first people that I saw, like take a heavy box order and like walk it to someone's car, someone who was like a little bit older. And I was like, oh yeah, like he, it was gone for five minutes. Yeah. It was great. So it's yeah. empowered me. Leading by examples got to be yeah. like 90% of like things are better caught, not taught. Yeah. Like you're, when people, when new hires are in that environment, they just like catch that mm-hmm. hospitality bug, that mindset, and then start to operate from that place instead of just like us teaching them to do that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I know it was like a really specific thing, um, but I'm I'm really pumped to just have all these different people from our team on yeah. this show and being able to tell these stories and how we try to actually roll out our all these things we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you. No problem. And thank you. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the new studio. We like it here. We Is like it. Is it good here? It's good. Love you. Bye.